0: Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in, but did you know that you can join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom? That is right, live. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or you can also use your Spotify login to join. You can click on the link in our series too or in the episode descriptions. Once you're there, follow Ask the Tarot and tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. to hear what the Tarot has to say. Hey, I'll even read your questions live. You don't want to miss that. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot live every Thursday. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday indeed. Welcome to another evening of Ask the Tarot, where you can ask me, Michelle T., questions about your life, you know, and I'll pick tarot cards for you. You're really asking the tarot. I'm just like the voice for the tarot. Although, you know, I will probably put my two cents in. I can't help it. I'm very opinionated, but you know, the tarot, that's really what the tarot says you got to listen to. So yes, my name is Michelle T. I'm the author of Modern Tarot. I have a uh, podcast over on Spotify that is called Your Magic. You might like it, check it out. And if you like this room, and I kind of think you will, because it's going to be amazing. Um, you can go onto Spotify, search for your magic and in our feed, you'll find all the back, the back, I wanna say back issues, but we're kind of like a magazine, but we're very different. All the back episodes of Ask the Tarot. If you want to ask me a question, raise your hand, um, go into the requests and, you know, I'll call on you and I'm going to call on folks, but I'm also going to read questions that folks have sent to me into my Instagram. If you're feeling a little shy, You'd like to ask a question, but you don't want to sort of be on the virtual stage. You can find me on Instagram at Michelle Teaz T E A Z, and send me a question, and I'll put it in my uh, in my little folder, and I'll get to it. Um, so I'm going to start with one of those. Okay, this one's been sticking around there for a minute, and I want to get to it. Okay, my question is around my house. So listen, the theme this week, you know, I always kind of try to organize these these questions by themes. It's kind of just like what the hell do I do? That's the theme. The theme is like, what the hell do I do? Okay. Um, My question is around my house. I own my home, own and live alone in New Orleans, which sustained damages from Hurricane Ida. Everything with the insurance claim and mortgage company is so confusing. And I'm trying to get the ball rolling on starting some pretty massive renovations, some of which I'll have to move out of the house to complete. And I'm so overwhelmed. I can't imagine this like, the, the combination of just like having your home messed with and then having to deal with like bureaucracy, that's terrible. It's like a one-two punch. Okay, so we're sending you love for sure, at the very least. My question is what should I focus on first? Getting a trailer built in my backyard where I can stay during renovations and eventually friends and visitors can stay there too. I am also very lonely and tired of living alone. Should I focus on finding available and skilled workers who can replace my roof revamp the foundation and replace the floors? Or do I take no action at all until this insurance check is in my hand and things will become more clear from there? Ooh, okay, so I love New Orleans too. This is a room that loves New Orleans. There's been a few occasions to uh to love on New Orleans at in the Ask the Tarot room and I never tire of it. It is really one of my favorite places in the whole world. So I picked uh, some cards as asked too. I'm using the um the modern witch tarot and you know I'm gonna read with everybody live with the modern witch tarot tonight. If you don't know about it, it's a gorgeous deck that is almost an exact replica of the Rider Waite, except all the people are female to lesser and, and lower degrees. <laughs> um, you know they're 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 not necessarily femme, but they're all female and all races and body shapes, and it's a great deck. I really like it. So um, I picked three cards about you know getting the trailer built in the backyard. No, I just want to say with a, with a question like this, where there's so much pain and anxiety, you know, you're not going to get a reading for anything that's like, you know, it's not going to come up cherries. You're going to get some rough cards because you're in a rough reality. So I'm also looking for a realistic read, but that has some hope, right? And I got that with this. Um, The very first card that came up is the magician. So it's like, yes, yes, absolutely. Build that trailer, build yourself your mini home, right? The magician manifests, makes things happen, and um, and draw those visitors to you to help you with your loneliness. Right? You also got the Eight of Cups, and you know that in the classic Rider Waite inspired image, the person has you know painstakingly built up eight cups, and now they have to abandon it. So you know, relatable or what? I mean, you know, you have your house in New Orleans, and you've watched it get ruined, and now you know you're not having to leave your house, but you are for a moment you know? And so this is sort of really saying, okay, you have to kind of turn your back on your old living space for a moment. And there's grief there. And the fact that it's coming up, it's, you know, the tarot wants you to recognize that. Okay. And then your final card is the hanged one. That's what it's called in this deck, the hanged one. But it's, you know, the same idea as a hanged man. It's an individual hung by their feet, hung by their sneakers (laughs) on a tree with, you know, the radiance coming off their head because they are growing from this weird experience of limbo. They will be better somehow in some really crucial way. They will be better, um, on the other side of it. So my gosh, is living in a trailer like the hanged one or what? Yes, it is limbo. You're putting yourself there because you need to, you know, it's for the best, but what a strange, what a strange sort of purgatory you're going to be in. Um, I'm sorry for that, but the magician is very hopeful in that I do think that even though, you know, it's going to feel like a waiting game to get through this, there's also the possibility for some magic in the creation of this little home, right? Especially if you're drawing people to you, that's always magical. So I picked some cards on, you know, finding available and skilled workers, okay? <laughs> it's really funny that you specifically said, you know, available and skilled. The first card that came up, Page of Wands. Listen, I love the page of wands. Maybe I even am the page of wands, but the page of wands is not skilled. The page of wands aspires to being skilled, but the page of wands is just sort of figuring it out, okay? Um, and then you have the nine of cups, and you know she's just sitting, sort of smugly, in front of her cups that are all stacked up. So I mean, there's this is a person who is capable. Are they available though? I don't. I don't know. I don't always get the. I don't always get the availability vibe from that classic nine of cups. Um, you know, I, I'd love to hear what you guys think of nine of cups as, as, you know, um, interpreted by the rider weight and the, you know, the, the variations of the rider weight. And then you have the nine of cups. So like, is there help out there for you? Is there a Knight on a white horse to come and help you with your house? I think so, but this looks a little jumbled to me also. Doesn't it look like that to you? So I really wanted to compare and contrast with what does it look like if you wait until the insurance check is in your hand? and let things become more clear. And I got to say, again, you know, uh, a bittersweet reading, but quite a powerful one. The very first uh, card that comes up, King of Pentacles. Hell yeah, you should wait till you have an insurance check in your hand. I mean, the King of Pentacles has a giant pentacle in their hand and it might as well be an insurance check. You know, they're the King of Pentacles. They're like, they've got the money, they've got the resources, they've got the confidence, the know-how. I love the image in the modern witches tarot. It's this like, masculine person wearing like a tie and like a cute little like bomber jacket with like grapes all over it. It's very adorable. Anyway, so that was sending a strong message to me right out of the gate. The next one is the death card. Okay. Wow. The death card that is really, really intense. Um, but listen, like you're facing, um, you know, you're not facing death, but the death of your home in a way, as you, as you knew it, um, there's a loss. Again, there is grief. Okay. Um, you might get more information about what you're able to do. Um, and that might be real, but the final card that you have here is the high priestess. So, you know, she is absolutely between the King of Pentacles and the high priestess. I'm like, yes, please wait, please wait till you get your insurance check. You're going to have so much more wisdom. Maybe you'll have assistance, you know, in that, like people to talk to, um, advisors, you know, that death card. I see I see a little bit of that everywhere actually. I mean it's very similar to that that eight of cups is also, you know, a grief card and I think this is just you, you know, under under the um you know the the black flag of grief that the skeleton is where is holding, you know, the grim reaper is holding on the horse in the image. So, please do what you can to tend to yourself and to not underestimate the effect that this has had on your psyche, your sense of stability, your sense of safety. Um, I don't know. Something like that would certainly trigger all my survival fears. So they're probably doing it to yours too. Be well. Good luck to you. Now let me see. I want to see something. Just making sure we're all good here in the neighborhood. And now let me see who's got their hands up. Okay. Dabbing Catwoman, you're up. How can I help
1: you? i pretty much been going through, like, relationship issues for the past year. Um, me and my boyfriend have been together okay. for 12 years. And the last, last year, I ended up making a mistake that you pretty much can't forgive me for. And, and so things have just become really toxic to the point where I just want to unpack these experiences to just leave. good. All
0: right. So let's see, what does it look like if you guys stay together? And, you know, obviously I don't mean just stay together in misery and, you know, not, you know, not work this stuff out, but what if you guys stay together with, with the intention of, of trying to get through this rough patch that you're in? So what would that look like? And I don't know, know, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know if you guys are able to get like couples counseling or even reach out to like friends that you both trust to see if they can help you mediate or something. What does it look like if you're like, you know something, it's been 12 years, I did my best, this feels toxic, you know, I need a break, like who knows what happens in the future, maybe you guys come back around after a break, maybe it's just what you need to clear your head, or maybe you're like, oh wow, I'm a different person than I was 12 years ago, and I like, you know, being out in the world and experiencing my freedom and my possibilities as this new person. So. Let's see what the cards say about both of these options. Um, so for staying, you got the Knight of Cups. The, oh wow, it's so funny. These are cards that just came up in the previous read. Um, some knights are like that. All right, staying looks hard. Okay, um, the first card is the Knight of Cups, which is really beautiful. The Knight of Cups, you know, is said to be like the chival the chivalrous knight, you know, of yore. It's like romantic and giving and Um, and very loving and sweet and in love, in love with love, maybe even a little bit. So, you know, if you did, if you did, um, you know, actually, you know, maybe I don't, I take it back. I don't want to say that it's bad. It's hard. And you guys would have to Mm -hmm. be committed to it. Okay. Because the next card that you have, it looks like you start out committed. And then there's the eight of cups, that eight of cups again. Um, It's like, you've put a lot of work into something and now you have to walk away from it. So that is a tricky message to get Staying right, like that would make sense in leaving, um, but it's almost like there's some element of the relationship. Like you have to recognize that the relationship has changed, just as you guys have changed as people, and you might have to walk away from an aspect of the relationship, like and and put the past in the past. Um, the final card is the hanged one again, right? Now the whole essence of the hanged man or the hanged one in this deck is. You're putting yourself in a situation that is really uncomfortable, maybe even a little painful, but you do it because you believe you can get through it. And on the other side, you'll be better. So, you know, that's a tall order for a relationship that you're saying is toxic. I think that in order to do this and have it not be filled with grief, not have the eight of cups be a grief card, not have the hanged one be a martyrdom card, you know, because that's the shadow side of it is martyrdom. Um your partner has to be meet you a hundred percent you know I would really really stress that now let's see what it looks like for you to go um wow it it does not look bad to go um it looks it looks a little better to go um there's the first card you have is the seven of pentacles, and you know it would leaving would be you know a it would be a moment for you to really take stock of your life um in a really major way like who are you? Where are you going? You know, literally if you leave, like, where are you going to go? And how do you want to build your life out from there? It's, it's going to, that's, and this is not bad. It's not bad to be in a place like that, right? It can be really clarifying and kind of beautiful, but it's really going to call into question like, wow, you know, and all people in relationships do this. Like you've built a lot of your life around this relationship, take the relationship out and like, what's going on, you know, your next, um your next card is the Knight of Pentacles. And this is a Knight that is pausing. He's the only, she's the only Knight um, whose horse is not, you know, moving forward. Um, but it's deliberate and it's important. And that inaction is an action, right? It's like to be seen as an action. So I see, you know, if, you're, if you leave, it's about like, you're really going to take some space and ground and like detox. And then the last card is that Nine of Cups, And I like her better in this situation. She's a lot better as an ally in a breakup than as like a contractor on a broken house. That's what I think of the nine of cups. She's sitting there. She looks great. She's got a big fluffy dress on. Her arms are folded. She's looking right at you. And behind her are nine cups all lined up. she's like, what? I have all my shit together. All my cups are lined up. I have boundaries. I know what I'm doing. So, you know, it's hard not to see that the leaving would be a really great grounding experience for you. Um, I feel like I just picked another card and it's the Four of Swords. And I was like, yes, you need a rest. You need a break from the toxicity of this relationship. If you can't, you know, if your partner's not meeting you halfway and being open to forgiveness, if they're generating toxicity, you can't control that, right? But you can take yourself away from that situation, look at your life and figure out how you can make your life a little better for yourself. That's what I'm seeing in the cards. Is that making sense?
1: You can yeah. Uh, yeah, it definitely definitely is making a lot of sense. And it's like it's, it's also okay. been like something that, you know, I've just been back and forth in my mind about. So it definitely gives me some, you know, clarity on what I need to do.
2: Um, let me ask you, like if you did stay with
0: your with your partner, do you think there's a do you think your partner could like embrace a hundred percent like and meet you and like t- be accountable and show up or do you think they're like in some sort of like
1: rut i definitely believe that they're in some sort of rut because like all of my effort is just like it's not enough and it's it's so hard to talk to him because like we argue way more than we ever did every day and it's just Uh like oh no we're not understanding each other anymore
0: well, you know, who knows? Maybe I feel like there's more to be revealed in that, you know, leaving spread like their minor arcana cards. I feel like it could be the space you guys need to come back together or not. I feel like it, it's good either way because you end up grounded and like securing mm-hmm. yourself, you know, and that's, that's
1: important. Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that because like I've been considering like moving in with my parents because they're about to get a house. And, um, okay, that's gonna be far away. So, and he doesn't know this yet.
0: It sounds like if you have the ability to go go and ground and detox, you should do it. I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Okay, good luck to you. We're rooting for you.
1: I appreciate you.
0: Oh, absolutely. You have a good night.
1: You too. Thank you.
0: Oh, I have, I see a little question now. If people want to ask questions about just like the way that Dab and Catwoman did that's the right way to do it. But I just caught this little, like a tarot process question here in the chat. So I'm going to just respond to it. Curious about your shuffling process. Do you shuffle and then pick from the top? I do. And I always tell people, however you want to shuffle, it's fine. It's fine. You're just shuffling cards, you know, just shuffle till you feel like they're shuffled. It's not, don't, don't stress out about it. You know, you know how it is with the tarot. People can get real superstitious. They can, they can get real like, a little scared of it, but they're just cards. So I shuffle in three sort of shuffles of three, and that's just my own neurotic thing that I do. Neurotic or ritualistic, you, you be the judge. And then I pick from the top. So yes, that's how I do it. And thank you for asking. Um, I'm going to return to these, these questions that came into my Instagram. So here is this one. Um, I'm about to finish up my student teaching and college career. Congratulations. I'm an elementary music teacher and am reportedly amazing at what I do. Huzzah! Um, I have amazing recommendations and observations. My only worry is where I will work once I graduate. I have a nine-month-old son and a 3.5-year-old stepson. Oh my God, mad props for like accomplishing all this with like a newborn, basically. Incredible. I would love to stay by family for my son's sake and also would like to stay close so that my partner is closer, closer to his son. But at the same time, we could technically make things work if we moved across the state. So I guess my question is, what would it look like if I stayed here and waited for a position to open up? And what would it look like if I went and accepted something further away first? Okay. At some point while I was re, you know, pulling cards for this uh, question, I realized that in no place in this question does it say that there is an offer from across the state. So I'm thinking that our beloved quarant here is like tripping <laughs> a little bit, which is like so normal. Like you just are getting out of school and you're like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, but I think that's interesting. I just wanted to point that out. So um, you got a very clear read, okay? I picked three cards on what does it look like to stay where you are. The first card that came up is the ace. Okay, I just want to say, I'm the, the deck I'm using for this is called the collective tarot. And it's a collectively created, Queer centric tarot, it's very cool. Um, different artists did all the different suits, and then all different artists did each of the major arcana. So it's a great, it's a great deck. Um, you got the Ace of Bones, which translates to the Ace of Discs, and it's you know the Ace of Discs is all about great opportunity coming for you, like a portal in the earthly realm for you to step into and like start living your best life. So right off the bat, I'm like, that's good. That looks really good. And then the next card. Number 21, major arcana, the world, okay? You know, you guys know how I feel about the world slash the universe, depending on what deck you use. This is a big karma destiny card for me and very positive, always positive. The world is yours if you stay where you are. I mean, it's probably yours no matter what. But for this question, this is where it popped up. You got the world and it's like, yes, huge opportunities. Um, but beyond just the opportunities, which I think are are, you see with the Ace of Bones, You know, you are talking about other things that are really um, karmic and important, like your child's relationship with your family, your partner's ability to be closer to their son and and that child's, uh, you know, ability to have their other parent close by. These are really important things. And I think the enormity of them are showing up in this card, the world. Then your final card is another Bones card. So we're back to thinking about work again. Three of Bones in this deck. It's all about like you living your dream job. It's like a big work card, and it's like a positive card. It's like your life's work. What is your life's work? Well, I think you're gonna figure it out if you haven't already. With all your amazing reviews and recommendations, um, I think you're gonna get something right where you are. Now, looking at you know, what if you guys move across state? Right off the bat, a really hard card. Um, Five of Feathers, which is the Five of Swords, you know, it it translates to the Five of Swords. Um, (laughs) They made it even grizzlier in this deck, you know, it's like, it's a very grizzly image actually, but um, which is not to say that you'll have a grizzly life, but we're getting a clear message from the tarot of no, it's not going to be good for you guys to move across. Um, That said, after that Five of Feathers, which is definitely packing a punch, you do get nine bottles, which is nine of cups, which is very sweet. And it's a card that keeps coming up tonight, which is interesting. Um, And you get ace of keys, which is ace of wands. Okay. So you you'll figure it out. Like you said, you could technically make things work if you move across. And it seems to me a story like you move and then you see how much harder it is for everybody. And maybe it was a bad idea and you go about fixing some stuff And, and you do fix it. But I don't know. I just think you don't need to take on that path. That path looks like a hard path and it looks like your your beautiful destiny path is like right where you are. So so sit tight and wait for it to show up. Okay. Who has their hand up in the room? Let's see. Annika. You're up, Annika.
3: Um it's related to my family. Um and it's kind of a couple related questions. Um so my parents are my mom has filed for divorce, um, and it's shaping up to be pretty nasty. My father has been lying throughout their whole marriage about the family business. Um, he's harmed her. He's he's verbally and emotionally abusive, um, and he's harmed a lot of other people as well. So my first question is real. It's actually more for my mother. Um, you know, she's obviously this is very painful for her, and she's pretty scared about what the future holds, how this process will go. And like, if she's going to have, you know, financial security and just peace of mind. Um, And so I was just wondering if there's some cards you could pull, just, you know, what this looks like for her. You know, once this divorce is finally over, and I know my mom is kind of safe and away from him, we haven't had a good relationship for a long time either. Um, And he's, you know, he's gaslighted and, and manipulated me quite a bit as well. But it's not... I don't know. It's not really my nature um, to be like that. Um, Yeah, it's just it's really hard, and I'm just kind of hurting and struggling with that a little bit. Um, And so I'm wondering what it looks like, you know, if I were to cut him off completely, um, or if instead, you know, maybe I keep the relationship, but I just it changes dramatically with boundaries and such, um, so it's not quite as toxic. And then kind of the final question, outside of the divorce, you know, my family's kind of a mess. There's a lot of intergenerational trauma and abuse and just a lot of problems. Um, and I've kind of been unofficially estranged from a lot of my family for several years. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering, you know, maybe I should I just kind of make that official at this point. Um, that, that hurts quite a bit as well. Um, but maybe it's just the reality that these people just aren't Really meant to be my family or my true family. And so maybe it's just time to really um, accept that and move forward. You know, if it helps with, as far as where my mind is at, I'm Aquarius um, and a Pisces moon and Sag rising. And so I'm kind of sensitive <laughs> and just, yeah, it, it's it's hurting quite a bit and just a little overwhelming. Uh, you really have my heart, Annika, because
0: I understand, you know, what that can be like. Um, the questions that she wants to know about is, you know, firstly, Um, Her mom filed divorce from her dad, who is super toxic and doing shady stuff, really bad stuff. And um, Anika wants to just see how her mother's going to be, you know, through all of this, she's going to be okay. Um, She also wants to know if she should maybe cut her dad off because he's super toxic, but it's not really how she rolls. So she's wondering, alternatively, can she please, you know, or what would it look like if she just, you know, erected some different boundaries? Is there a way to? keep some sort of relationship, but um, maybe protect herself from his toxicity. And then finally, she's also kind of estranged from a lot of her family. Um, And it's just been sort of like unofficial, but just how it is. But maybe this is a great time to just be like, you know, hey, all y'all, like bye, you know, make it a little more official. Um, And you're an Aquarius son. I see that, Annika, me too. Um, I hope that I um, sort of summarized where you're at well. And if I didn't, please feel free to correct me in the comments and I'll look for that. Um, But I picked the cards. Um, So the cards here for your mom, oh man, they look rough. They do look rough. Um, And I'm sorry to say that. Um, And the, the centerpiece card on this three card pull is the death card. So I don't want to underestimate like how much grief your mom is gonna have about this ending of her marriage. You know, I don't know how old she is. Um, but you know, it's even, even women of all generations, you know, in, in the patriarchal society we live in are raised to put so much of their worth and their aspirations into their marriages. Okay. Um, so I think on a really huge level, this is a really, this is a big hit for her. I think all, you know, breakups are a little bit like a death. And I think this one's really going to hit her in that way. Okay. So she's gonna have a ton of grief. She's gonna, and and it might be a little paralyzing, okay? Um, The cards on either side of her, they're swords cards and they're not great ones. Two of swords, this woman is sitting blindfolded and she's holding two swords, you know, with her arms crossed and she's just sort of immobilized, okay, and she's kind of immobilized herself, all right? And I'm not like victim blaming here at all, but I think that like your mom, probably feel so overwhelmed and maybe a little paralyzed in the face of like your toxic dad. She probably has so much PTSD from living with this guy. I mean, I can't imagine he suddenly became toxic last month. So I just feel like there's a lot of um, like PTSD here and it's paralyzing her a little bit. The, the card on the other side of it is the Eight of Swords, another blindfolded person. Okay. This person is tied with a rope. So she really can't... Um, Get, get free. And there's like a little cage of swords around her. So it's interesting that both of these women in these cards are blindfolded, right? One can put down her swords and walk away. One is bound. Okay. So I, I feel like your mom might really not know where she's, where she has power and where she doesn't, where she's free to actually make a move and when, she, where she's not. It looks like it's hard for her. I'm glad that she has you. Um, you might be helpful. Um, I mean, please take care of yourself. Like, I'm not encouraging you to like take on, you know, per, to, to parent your parent or anything like that. But clearly you care so much about her. And I think the things to know about as you are trying to be helpful to her is that she's in a tremendous amount of grief and she just doesn't understand what to do. Like there might even be, I know you're talking about business stuff. She just might not even understand like the bureaucracy of it. and um, And especially through her grief, right? Um, Jasmine, I see you just helped helped out somebody with my um, Instagram handle. Thank you for that. Okay, so cutting cutting your dad off. <laughs> okay, cutting your dad off looks freaking rad, Annika. Okay, it it's, this is I'm sorry I'm not I really don't want to laugh at like because it's not funny, <laughs> but it kind of is if you saw the cards. Okay, so the fr- it's like cutting your dad off is going to give you such a panic attack, and then you're going to be like, oh, wait, why haven't I done this like a million years ago? And then like you have a party. You have like a, I cut my dad off celebration. That's how good you feel. And this is why I'm saying that. The very first card that comes up, nine of swords, it's the anxiety card. Oh, this girl's sitting up in bed. She's having a nightmare. She can't sleep. That's you. That's you like in bed being like, oh God, I cut him off. Like, how could I do such a profound things? Surely there was something else I could have done, blah, blah. Um, Feeling honest feelings, your mind spinning. Right. But then you get the world. Okay. Here we are again with this card, the world, it is your destiny to cut your dad off. Okay. And also, and this is very important. It's your dad's destiny to get cut off by his child for being such a crappy husband and father. Um It's really interesting, right? It, it, it's, it's, it is a, there's like a destiny thing going on here. And um. At a glance, your cards for trying to build boundaries with him are not great. um i'll I'll go through them with you, but like this is great. And then your next card, three of cups. It's literally like these three like gorgeous ladies like cheersing each other and having a blast. You know, you you mentioned like, you know, chosen family versus you alluded to chosen family versus born family. I think you have a chosen family that wants you to take care of yourself in this way and say goodbye to the toxic dad. And they're there to support you. And they're there to like, you know, help you detox all that anxiety that you get flooded with, um, as you kind of walk through such a heavy thing. Um, it starts heavy and it ends with a lot of relief. That's what I think. Um, now if you want to go the other route and see if, (laughs) see if you can get, you know, your dad to, Obey. I mean, not obey. I mean, the, the problem with with erecting boundaries is then you have to enforce them, right? It's like you can't make him less toxic. You can only try to protect yourself from his toxicity. Um, the very first card you have is the judgment card. So it's like right away, it's like that is partly you being like, uh-uh, this isn't going to work. I know what's going to work, and I know what's not going to work. Um, then you have the five of swords, and that's a rough card. Um, it's a card. Uh, it, you know, the, the name of the card is defeat. And so I'm just seeing that like, it's not, I I just don't think it's going to be as easy as you think. And then, and then page of pentacles is your next one. And the page is like, you know, remember somebody got a page a little bit ago about like, (laughs) do I hire this con, you know, do I hire a contractor and you get a page and you're like, oh, no, don't the pages, they're just learning. And, you know, this page of pentacles, this is really interesting for it to come up in this, um, you know, should I draw boundaries with my toxic dad read, because you know, the page doesn't know and they're learning. So on the one hand, it could be your dad where he like doesn't even know how to obey a boundary, right? Is he learning? I don't know if he's learning. It could be you also like, this is a heavy lift, right? Like like having boundaries with this person looks really, really challenging. And like, you might not be up for it. And if you're not, there's no shame in that, you know? Like you shouldn't need to like be a gosh darn like psychoanalyst, you know, <laughs> like- warrior to like interface with somebody it just might be a little bit beyond you to do it and you know it might be honestly you're saving grace that that is the case um so as far as the rest of your family what does it look like if you're like you guys in case you haven't noticed i don't talk to you guys anymore um it's an interesting card um you know, the first card, the first card, it's an interesting spread. The first card that came up is justice. So in a really big, in a big way, I can see that it would feel like justice to you. It would feel good. Like you got to speak your piece, right? Um, you're making the right decision. I would say it's something that you've, you know, um, you didn't just spontaneously stop talking to these people. You know, you're definitely making a good call. Um, and then on the other side is the four of wands. So that's the third card that comes up and it's, it's a really happy card. It's like stable and great. And you're with a friend. And again, it just makes me think that you have support and you have people supporting you, which is so important. Um, it's a really great card. But then the one in the middle is the seven of wands. And it's that Rider weight seven of wands where somebody is up on top of a mountain and they're like, you know, there's all these sticks coming up at them, like trying to beat them up, but they have the high ground and they're gonna be fine. So it's interesting. Um, on the one hand, because the Seven of Wands is flanked by these positive cards, I'm sort of like, yeah, sure, start a fight. You know, <laughs> well, you're safe, you know, nobody's gonna hurt you. You don't really care about what these people think. Um, but on the other hand, I'm like, do you need to start a fight? Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it would be better to just ghost. Um, let me see. Huh know you know something i just i just pick some quick cards like what does it look like to ghost them versus just like be direct and it actually does look better for you to be direct so yeah start that fight you're starting a fight but you're going to be fine you're you're on the right side <laughs> like your your fight is righteous and at the end of it i think there's something that feels complete about it you know like you've actually completed something Woof, Annika. That was a lot of information about some pretty heavy topics. What do
3: you think? How are you? Feeling? Spot on. I think um, she's been she's trust. They've been together for so many decades. Um, she's trusted and been dependent on him for so long. Um, and so, yeah, there's just she's very scared of everything right now, and, and, and I think you know unsure of herself. And so, I think. That makes a lot of sense, um, and I it's very. I, I was laughing along with you when you're talking about my dad. Um, it, it, I'm, I, I really feel it's my my intuition is telling me to cut him off completely, um, and I, I think I'm kind of. You know, I, I struggle to listen to my intuition, but I think it's it's the right thing to do, um, and so yeah, it's just very reassuring on a lot of fronts. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Um, and yeah,
0: so nice of you to care for your mom. I second Casey in the in the chat. It's a, it's a big lift and I hope you're taking care of yourself while you're taking care of other folks too. Okay, um, I'm gonna say bye to you now, Annika. All right, everybody like light a candle on your altar for Annika. If you guys are, anyone's tuning in more recently, if you just, you know, opened, walked into this room, this is Ask the Tarot. I read tarot cards for y'all. Um, my name is Michelle T. If you want to hear more past episodes, go to Spotify, search for my podcast, Your Magic, and you'll find in the feed all the back uh, episodes of Ask the Tarot as well. Here's a little question here. Um, I hate my job currently. (laughs) What would it look like if I seriously pursued working on my app idea? What would it look like if I took a break from my job and traveled for three months next year? And then there's like a crying face emoji and some hearts. So that seems like somebody's really reaching out with a lot of feeling. Um I have for this deck I'm using the Aquarian Tarot. If anyone wants to see what these decks look like, I'll post pictures of some of the cards on my Instagram later. Um you know, it's really interesting. It's like um you know, they didn't ask, you know, I what if but what if I stay at my job and work it out or anything like that. So I didn't pick on that. I only picked on these two ideas. And they both left me a little lacking, which makes me think that, you know, maybe there's another idea or something else. Um, The app idea, it looks like it needs to be refined, okay? Um, The first card that you have is the Queen of Swords, and she's just sort of like, she's very rebellious, the Queen of Swords. She's really smart. I mean, you probably have a great idea. Um, She's super intellectual. But, you know, I'm concerned because the next card is the Four of Cups, And that is like the sulky, sulky crybaby card. It's like this little pouty pants sitting against a tree. And, you know, he's got three beautiful cups and there's even like a cup being offered to him from the great beyond. And he's just like, no, I don't like it. So, you know, there's something interesting about that four of cups. It's like, you know, with the app idea, it seems like, Maybe it's not quite the passion project that you think it's going to be. There's something strange about it. Your final card is the lovers. So I think that here's what I think. I think the app is going to be a little harder than you think. And it's going to push you to the point where you are really going to have to be like, I'm either in this, no matter how hard it is, or I, or no. Like It's like shit or get off the pot. It's the lovers. You know, the lovers want to know you've been proposed to. If you say yes, you're getting married. If you say no, you're probably breaking up, right? So it's like, you know, it's a sort of like come to come to Jesus moment, I think that they're they're called, right? So um it looks like a little bit of a of a hard, a hard row, but you also seem like a little bit of a toughie, honestly, with that Queen of Swords. So you might be able to do it. Just don't expect it to be easy. Um, however, is it easier than traveling for three months? Yeah, that looks rough. Um, your first card here is the tower, okay. But, you know, I'm keeping an open mind, you know, because I know the tower, you know, the tower for traveling for three months, maybe, you know, you just get your mind super blown and it's a little hard to assimilate your new reality, but it's amazing, right? That's not what this looks like though. You got the tower and then you got the two of swords, you know, you don't want to land in the two of swords from the tower. It's like, again, it's this person who's blindfolded. She's holding these big, heavy swords. She's immobilizing herself a little bit, right? And then the last one is the four of pentacles. And this is like mad scarcity issues. This person, you know, is holding their their four pentacles and they're like wearing them. They can't let go of their their security. And it just looks like this is not necessarily good for you. This is not necessarily what you need. Um, Because the app one looks so shaky also, I just wonder if even though you hate your job currently, maybe, you know... I don't know, build up more um, of, of a nest egg for yourself. Um, oh, geez. Okay. Just, you know, before you go off and, you know, run around the globe or start start an app, it doesn't look like you're quite in the place really to do either of those things. Yet, remember, it's always yet, okay? Good luck to you. I'm sorry you hate your job. Okay, let's see. Who has their hand up here? I think this is Halle, H-A-L-L-E. Hall or Hale? Halle.
4: Um so last year I met somebody under really remarkable fated circumstances um and um mm-hmm. they live far away and because we're both non-monogamous we've been trying to uh make it work um and time together just feels really gorgeous and very special and very necessary um but we have very different relationships to sex <laughs> um and uh in the in their case because of addiction um and management of addiction they deal with like a lot of control and barriers around their behavior so i was wondering you know if what the cards say about how to manage this um difference in in how we express uh this connection
0: so, I'm going to pick cards, looking at like what you can do. It's really since you're the one here. It's like how what what energies are available for you, or what you should be thinking about as you sort of try to acclimate. It sounds like to the restrictions in your partner. Is that true?
4: Yeah, and it's not like zero sex. <laughs> it's just like less than um, I would like.
0: It's <laughs> okay. okay. Let's see what the tarot has um, for you. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) the very first card here is the tower card, which is quite interesting, right? Because it is that card of um, lightning from the sky that just knocks everything down. And it sounds like, you know, in a sense, you guys are having this faded connection, you said. And I know that those sorts of you know, romantic and sexual connections, um, can be so explosive. And that's so very, very interesting. I'm wondering if there is a way, um, that this can turn, I don't know, can, can illuminate a little bit your own, um, relationship to sexuality. Like obviously, you know, his issues are, or their issues are, are, are for them. It's not for you to take on and, and you know ad- adopt them, but I do wonder if because it's the tower and it really is about turning things upside down, um, you know, what you're learning about your relationship to sex and if there is places where you could have more insight and if this is a path to that, right? So that's really interesting. Um, then we have the Knight of Pentacles, which is funny because like maybe this is. Maybe this is the person you're talking about, who your your you know partner, because um, the knight of the, the Knight of Pentacles is the only Knight whose horse is not like raring to go, right? And again, I know I I'm getting a sense of the complicatedness of this person's situation, and I know that there's like not no sex, but it seems like they're having to, like you said, control, right? And so that's sort of what's happening with this Knight of Pentacles. There's like a deliberate pause, right? A deliberate pause is being taken. Um, And then on the, then the final side, it's the ace of pentacles, which means it's really feeding my feeling here that, that there is something transformative for you in this situation. Um, It's probably not something you would have picked, right? Um, But you have it and there's something electrifying about, about your connection and about this person. And I just feel like, you know, the ace of pentacles is about a whole new cycle of earthly experience. And, you know, sex lives there on some level, like our bodies, you know, live there. Um, I know sex is often like the fire suit, but it's also how we embody our sexuality and what it means to our bodies. Um, so I think that, you know, as far as like what you can do to like help yourself out while you're trying to adjust to a new situation, that's not necessarily your ideal is, um, you know, Really, give yourself a lot of credit with that tower card. it really isn't your ideal, like I don't think this means your life is falling apart like the tower sometimes means, but it is really causing a shift within you um and I would look for like truly the silver lining in the in that um it is hard it is definitely like turning your it's not how you go about relationships, but again, look for the wisdom in there, okay um, your knight here is tried and true. They're slow, they're slow poke. They're going to come around. You're probably going to end up getting more <laughs> than you than you're getting now, but it's just going to take a minute. But it looks like there is truly an interesting path for you guys if you can if you can deal with the, the very real frustration of the tower card. Does that make sense?
4: It does. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, you're very very welcome. Okay, take care. Oh my God, guys. I, I mean, I don't know exactly, of course, what the situation is, but I can just imagine. Cause I'm just like such a sex fiend. I just feel like if you, if you're not like throwing me against like a, a, a tree within the first five minutes of, of being on a date with me, like, do you even like me? That's kind of how I feel. Um, for better or worse. And I guess it's probably been for worse. So, <laughs> so there's a lot to be said for taking it super slow, which sounds like this person is doing. Um, Okay. Let me see. I get another thing that came into my inbox. Um, let's see what this question here is.
2: Oh, this is like, yeah, this is a,
0: there's a lot, lot of feels in this one. Um, I recently had the worst week or Ear- um, earlier this week, I unfortunately had a miscarriage from my boyfriend and yesterday I lost my job. Oh my God. That's like too much for anybody to have to, you know, have like Bam, bam, like that, you know. I really need some guidance in my life. I would like to know if my relationship is the right choice for me. He's been supportive through all this and love him dearly. Just past experiences have left me scarred and scared. And career wise, I don't know if I should continue in healthcare, kind of getting burnt out, I bet, Um, or try a new path. Not sure how to start, but I would love to get into the weed biz somehow. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so let me just say, um, for this reading, I'm using a really gorgeous deck called the Alchemical Tarot. Really, really beautiful images inspired by alchemy. Um, so yeah, for your for your boyfriend, like I really think he's your man, okay? I really do. I can see that you have a hard time trusting him. You got the moon card. I mean, who trusts anyone when the moon card comes up? Um, there might be something in your dynamics that make it hard also to trust him which is not to say that he's untrustworthy. I don't think that's true, but there just might be like a communication style or you know, just something that doesn't um, do the best job of reassuring you. Not that it's necessarily his job too, but I just see that there might be a little bit of a dynamic. Um, but then your next card is the lovers and it's followed by the emperor, okay? Which I'm just like, oh my God, he's your man. He's your man, he's your emperor. Um, I think that's really great. And that lover's card, um, you know, again, when the lover's card comes up, we're being asked to commit. And so in a sense, like you need to commit to the idea of him as the right choice for you, right? Um, or or not, or you need to walk away. That's what I would say. And I think the tarot is definitely saying, you know, I think he is the right choice. The emperor is a beautiful emperor in this deck. You know, he's not toxic. He's just like this really lovely uh, ideal of masculinity. You know, he's he's got an eagle. He's holding an eagle, you know, who doesn't love a dude with an eagle? So, so yeah. That's he's your man. And now let's see healthcare. Okay. All of your, um, work situation stuff are mixed bags, right? And who's is not these days. Um, it does look like, um, you are burnt out. You're burnt out with healthcare. The very first, um, card here is this, like it's nine of wands. And in this deck, the illustration is this wolf who's like in the center of a fire, Oh, can you imagine what that feels like? Like everything's on fire all around you. Probably feels like being a healthcare worker, you know, at this point in the pandemic, I bet. But, you know, with all like love and validation for the immense stress, the next one you have is the magician. Like you're able to actually make magic in this realm. And it's so interesting. I interviewed uh, a nurse today for the Your Magic podcast. It'll be on a future episode. And he's a witch and a nurse. and was just talking about, the magic and the witchcraft of nursing and how all nurses are kind of witches. Um, And I just loved it. And so I don't know, it's interesting that you're getting the magician uh, about your role in healthcare. Okay. And then your final card, lady of vessels. It's a beautiful, like, I bet that like you um, have so much compassion that you're able to share. Um, It seems like you're probably very good at your job, but just very, very stressed out. Is this stress going to pass eventually? Right. Probably probably some things you can do in the meantime, um, to help yourself be less stressed out. Yes. I just picked the sun card. There are things you can do if you want, if you want to stay, if you, if you're like, wow, it's true. I, I am, you know, making some sort of magic in my work and my work is really meaningful. Um, for getting the hell out though. Well, there's good reasons to get the hell out. Your first card for getting out the lady of coins, making more money, you know, for sure. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know how much you're making, in healthcare. I know there's a range, but it looks like, you know, you could maybe make more if you got out. And then you have the Empress. Um, and I think that there's, you know, the Empress is like relaxed. She's chill. She's got in this card, uh, in this deck, she has a baby. She's got a little kid. Um, she's just sort of like the ultimate stay-at-home mom (laughs) in this deck. It's kind of funny, but, um, like in a, in a chill fantasy, you know, version of a stay-at-home mom. Um, what I think it's saying is that like, yeah, you want, and you want that fantasy, right? You want your life to be a little bit more relaxing and like, you know, that, that compassionate, lovely energy that you give to the people that you work with and, you know, patients, people you help, you want to give that to yourself. But here's the thing. Then you get the eight of swords and it's, you know, the eight of swords in this deck is so wild. It's like this really creepy, like beast that's like red with like a human face and horns really wild and he's walking he's walking by a bunch of swords. There's just something a little scary maybe to you about about you know giving into what you really want. I have to ask like do you want to just like commit <laughs> commit to to your emperor man and become the empress and just like quit work and be have, be a stay-at-home mom? Oh my god. Look the the like the the queer the queer tarot show is just encouraging women to leave their jobs and become stay-at-home moms. I'm sorry, I'm just reading what I see here in the in the tarot, it just looks like it's something you might want, but you might be scared of it. So investigate that if it's true. Weed, the world of weed. Let me look at that. The world of weed looks rough. Okay, um, it's don't idealize it. It looks a little hard. The me, the middle uh, card is like literally a dog eating a dog. Okay, it's like a dog eat dog industry. That said, there's a way in for you. You just need to find it. There's the three of the three of uh, vessels in this deck. It's again, it's those celebrating three graces, you know, and then there's the ace of vessels. Um, so there is a path for you here. Um, but it looks really hard to figure it out. Um, I gotta say looking at all of, it, I would say either, either be a stay at home mom, <laughs> have a baby or <laughs> go back to, um, you know, try, try to see if you can't re-inspire yourself toward your healthcare work, because it does look like you do a tremendous amount of good there. And I think that there is a way that that's very gratifying to you, even if that feels a little out of reach right now, which it really may, okay? Oh my God, you guys, can you even believe me? Um, it's 6.57, soon, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my kid to bed so I can go meet my sister at the mall and have like a beverage and hang out. Um, that's what I'm doing. But first, I wanna read one of your cards. Let me get in here. Who's got their hand up? Brianna Brianna
2: you are on hello Michelle how are you I'm good how are you doing Brianna I'm doing so good okay I had a okay I had a great idea okay Okay, so for your magic I I was thinking about like guests you could have okay I, I don't know have you ever heard of the band called in this moment in this moment no I don't know them okay so like they're a heavy metal band, but like the front woman, her name is Maria Brink, but like she's like really magical. And I think that you would have a lot of fun. I appreciate that. I'll look
0: into it. We're always looking for more guests. I'm uh, personally over the moon right now because I just finished watching um, School of Chocolate on Netflix. It's like a competitive chocolate Reality show. Jasmine, thank you for loving this. It is pretty funny. Um, and I just watched the final episode and this like my favorite person on the show, Juan, won. And then I just like messaged him and I was like, Will you be on my podcast? And he said, Yes. So if any of you are fans of School of Chocolate, Juan is going to be on the Your Magic podcast.
2: Oh my gosh. I've seen that show. And like the head chef, like he's really, he's really hot. He's something. He is something. I mean,
0: he's a French man. He's like a white cis French man, like who like makes chocolate. He's like, he's got his thing down. You know, he's definitely sexy. Well, Brianna, do you have
2: a question for the tarot? I do. I do. As always, I'm always an anxious mess, but so, (laughs) um, a new semester starting next week for school and last semester was like it was rough but like I survived Mm -hmm. and I just want to know like what is this semester gonna look like
0: okay let's see what is the vibe of this semester you are a survivor oh my god this is gonna be a great semester for you Brianna um the very first card you have here is the strength card like just as I'm just like you're a survivor it's like yeah, you really are. It's like this gorgeous woman, like chilling with a lion. They're all wearing roses. I mean, you know, that's really about like having like the the wherewithal to overcome some of our more like childish um, impulses, you know? So like, you know, the impulse to just be like, fuck it, it's hard. No, it's like your stre- your inner strength is like, no, like I can do this with grace. I can do this, you know? So you have that beautiful strength card. And then right after that is the three of cups. And I love that the Three of Cups keeps coming up. It's really about friendship and love and support. Um, do you have support? You, do you have like a support network around like, you know, helping you? I don't know. Just like ha- have the strength to kind of like make it through school?
2: Yeah. Um. I started hanging out with my cohort a lot more. And yeah, they're definitely very supportive. So I have some system to help. That is good. Hanging out with your cohort is definitely
0: going to be a good thing for you this semester this three of cups, it's like you want to like have that experience of like making some friends, like let yourself open up to them, trust that they're good people. Um, you know, just like, yeah, get get that sort of like emotional fulfillment, have fun with them, you know, like see if like, I don't know, like this is a real kind of partying card. And so it's like, but like deep partying, you know, not just like, it's not just like a a wild festival here. It's like these, these women in this card that I'm looking at really care about each other and they're enjoying each other. So see if you can't, find some you know people whose company you really enjoy and then your final card is the world it's like yes Brianna this is your path like this is what you're supposed to be doing like you're gonna get through it school is really hard it's 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 hard on some level I think for everyone and everyone has different sort of like situations that make certain elements of it uh, more or less challenging but like this is your path to really see it through. Um, And I think you're going to feel that much more strongly, maybe this semester than you did last semester.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: I'm so happy to, you know, see those cards come up for you.
2: Oh, thank you so much. And
0: have fun at the mall. Thank you. I'm going to, I love them all. I'm totally a mall goth. Um, So you guys, I think I've talked about this before, your magic. We have a Patreon. And, um, if you sign on, you get extra bonus content and it just helps us make the podcast. Like all the, all the monies go to like the producers and all the people that everyone is just working their butts off. But here's what you get. Um, I do this thing once a month called the new moon or moon cycle astrology, where basically I look at when the, when the new moon happens and I look at the full moon and I think about everyone's astrological sign and I pick three cards for every sign sort of tell the story of what this moon cycle is going to be like. So like what's happening for you in the new moon? How does it progress to the full moon? And then like, how do you integrate it in the weeks that follow the full moon? So that's going to be coming up for the new moon in Aquarius. And also I do these tarot workshops. So this Monday, the 17th, I'm going to be doing a deep dive into the magician. Just get really, really into like, what is up with the magician? What is the energy? What's the lore? What's the history um, I come up with a, a, a new tarot spread that sort of invokes the magician, as well as tips on how to invoke the magician, um, you know, through magic with spells and altars and stuff like that. So I want to let you guys know about it because I know you're all tarot fans. And um, regardless, I'll be back here next Thursday, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, picking tarot cards. I really appreciate you all so much for being here and, and being so supportive to one another. It makes my heart very happy. So enjoy the rest of your evening. Hi, friends. Remember to catch Ask the Tarot live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join me for a journey through the cycles of life, love, and aspiration in real time. Just download the Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join the conversation. You'll be able to hear live readings, meet super interesting people, and even ask questions of your own. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Ask the Tarot Live every Thursday.